It was a typical Saturday afternoon in the McGrady home. We were hanging out on the couch, I was nursing the baby, and in walked my three-and-a-half-year-old little girl, Rose. And she had in her hand this little Fisher-Price playphone, bright orange, has a mirror in the front, makes a couple different sounds, a jingle, a ringtone, a text tone, and a camera shutter click. And she said, say cheese, mommy, we're taking a picture for Instagram. And I chuckled, you know, haha, kids absorb everything, she knows what Instagram is. And then my heart sank because kids absorb everything and she knows what Instagram is. I mean, how frequently has she heard me say this? Like, all right, everybody, let's get a picture for Instagram. Or, you know, uh, I'll get to it in a second, babe. I'm looking at Instagram to my husband. I mean, how much of my life has she watched me scrolling, posting, liking, commenting, arguing, blocking? How much of my motherhood and my marriage have I been putting on display? And for what? Like, am I just trying to share these moments of for better or for worse, the moments of health, wealth, and happiness, or the moments of pain and poverty begging for prayers? Am I trying to create a digital scrapbook so that I can, like, look back year after year, oh, we did this on that day, or this is how I felt about this particular moment in culture, society? Or am I looking for something? Am I sharing stuff because I'm trying to find validation, community, affirmation of my choices, connectedness? It should be no surprise that millennial moms, of which I am one, so I'm speaking from experience, and I'm attacking my generation on purpose, are very online. I mean, we were born in the 80s. We grew up in the 90s. We were raised and came of age in the 2000s. Much of our life has been on this fast track to sharing pictures of our kids and artisanal shots of our food and the stuff that we're baking, especially the sourdough bread. Got to get the crumb, right? the curated images of our home decor, of my life on display, sometimes even monetizing it in the form of beauty care products and self-help programs and motivational content so you can live your best life, be the mom God wants you to be. And yet at the end of the day, and in the midst of all of this, having gotten to this point of my life where we're sharing it all, it really just begs the question of how this constant posting of course, you know, we came of age with a, an Ask Jeeves button and then watching Google turn into a verb. So again, we've kind of been building up to this our whole lives. How much of this social media life has ended up just stereotyping all of these millennial moms into these categories? Because we've put ourselves into these little squares, filtering it with nice essays that somebody can say or pithy bits of wisdom. So let's look at the stereotypes. You've got the crunchy mom. She composts her baby's poop. They do all things that are organic. She's got chickens running around in the yard for both toddler entertainment purposes and the fresh eggs that she passes out to the neighbors so they don't call the authorities because it's kind of illegal to have chickens that close to your house. And you've got the homeschooling mom, both the free-range homeschooling mom, do what you want, or the very regimented, like, you will get into college and you will not be weird and our house is a one-room schoolhouse. You've got the work-from-home mom who tries to find time in the midst of her busy day to do this side hustle and provide for her family. The work-outside-the-home mom who probably goes to bed every night feeling a little guilty for the choice that she's made, but also really loving her career at the same time. You've got the mom that tries to do it all, the mom that gives the illusion that she has it all together, the hot mess express who knows that she has nothing going right, and ultimately the mom who looks at all these other moms and wonders, am am I good enough? And in the midst of all of that, you've got the Catholic mom. The I'm more Catholic than you Catholic mom, and she'll let you know. 
the, yeah, we say grace before meals. We try our best. Our kids know who Jesus is. Sometimes Catholic mom. The, we show up to mass on time generally, and our kids are normally clothed, and it kind of matches. And we've got some liturgical living stuff when we can find the Advent candles, but we don't know where the pink one is. We think the toddler might have eaten it. Catholic mom. And then the Catholic mom who sits back and watches all these other Catholic moms and really just does wonder, are we doing it right? And will our kids stay Catholic? And do they actually know Jesus? And whatever version a mom finds herself falling into, whether it's a category that she's strictly in or some weird, delightful combination of all of them, I'd bet money that every single mom, Catholic or otherwise, at times feels isolated and lonely, feels like she's just not good enough, feels that maybe her prayer life could be better, is looking for something but doesn't quite know what it is, so she tries to create it herself, not even really knowing who she fully is, and in the midst of all of this is just trying to love her family, have a conversation with her spouse about something other than the toddler's sleep schedule that's all messed up, and, you know, wants to take a shower from time to time. These moms, again, of which I'm one, feeling alone, looking for something, maybe looking for someone. And so what we've done in this status of insecurity at times, in this trying to find community, is we've run to these online forums. Sometimes healthy, finding places to pray for one another and and find true, authentic community. I met my husband on Facebook. I can't knock social media forever. Another talk, another day. But what ends up happening is that we are starting to fight this battle to find space as Catholic moms. A battle to find space to where I can live as a Catholic woman, called to this vocation, this remarkable vocation of raising my family, of being in relationship and loving my spouse, while also pursuing these professional and personal goals I may have set for myself years ago, and, you know, make time to love Jesus and care for this family that he's trusted me with, and articulate the faith to my kids so that in a decade they can say, I know who Jesus is, and I know more than just the Hail Mary and the Our Father. There's a harmful narrative that's developed. And there's a reason that Catholic millennial moms are really struggling at times. Because we've been told, sometimes from the church and sometimes from other mothers, that we, as women, when we become a mom, are lost in our motherhood. That's all you are now. Stay over there. Have your babies. We'll get to you later. As opposed to recognizing that maybe if just we change the phrase a little bit, that motherhood actually has enhanced, has expanded, and has allowed me as a woman to more fully embrace an entirely new aspect of myself, which maybe has made me even more equipped to serve my church in a beautiful and a dynamic way. Not long ago, I was traveling to England to do a series of events for some Catholic schools there. And it was really exciting. I mean, I got to go to England and I got a first class upgrade. So I was living a pretty great travel life. And I was sharing about it on Twitter because millennial Catholic mom, And I got a message from a person I don't know. Nobody knows him, actually. He has one of those fake names and fake profile pictures, a real hero of the Catholic Church. And he snarkily let me know that it was dumb that I was traveling. Oh, shouldn't, it's more important. Shouldn't you just be home raising your kid? And normally I would, my mantra, of course, being be blocked and be blessed. I will leave you alone. We will not have this argument. I I engaged. I snarked back. Couldn't help myself. And he replied, oh, well, a bunch of teenagers don't want to listen to you anyway. You're just a mom. That's right. I'm just a mom. And as just a mom, maybe I actually have something really important to say to both the young church and the middle-aged church and the old church. 
especially to maybe those priests who have no idea what it's like to be just a mom, but were raised by one, hopefully have a relationship with Jesus' mom. Why can't I, and all Catholic millennial mothers, Catholic mothers in general, regardless of generation, why can't we be encouraged to be good moms and recognize that that looks vastly different for every single mother? There is no cookie-cutter way to do it. That we're all pursuing heaven and bringing our children along and loving our spouses in our unique and beautiful ways. Because what's ended up happening is that we start to compare and to compete because we've been conditioned to live online and it's developed this weird parental voyeurism, makes my skin crawl even thinking about it, that's ended up sowing these deep seeds of insecurity. Oh, she's got six kids. I really got to catch up. They're holier than I am. And then I begin to doubt our discernment. Oh, well, they've got those things in their house to help their kids pray. I got to go spend all this money to get that liturgical living in my home. Must not be good enough. Oh, she wears that outfit and she bought it from this ethically sourced place. You know what? We don't need to buy this thing this week for our home. I'll take care of this instead. And we're constantly comparing. And what it's created is this conditioning of captivity of comparison. Conditioned constantly that I'm not good enough, I'm not good as she is, or I become weirdly convicted that the way I'm doing it is better than her, so I can start judging her or shaming her or slipping into her DMs to tell her precisely what I think, even though I don't know her. And therein is the deepest struggle that has developed and formed in Catholic millennial motherhood. I have compared myself to others. I have been made to feel by other moms as if my motherhood is not good enough. And I'm trying to balance and juggle all these demands of my life. And I'm looking for space. Space to love my spouse, space to raise my kids, space to love and have a relationship with Jesus, space to serve and contribute something valuable. You know, I'm looking as a mom for this space to share my gifts, to use my voice, to love my children, to serve my Lord. But I'm constantly feeling like I can't do it very well. I'm constantly feeling like I'm never going to do it well enough. And maybe that's a personal struggle or maybe it's something that a lot of Catholic millennial moms are dealing with. And maybe as Catholic millennial moms, we can find a way to strive for this holiness and try to raise these holy kids and end this pernicious cycle of parental voyeurism and captivity of comparison. How can we thrive? How can I contribute? How do I make that time for prayer? What can I do to build up the church and profoundly change the world as only moms really can? And I think there's a very simple solution. And I think, in fact, that the church can and should be the leader in this, to make space for moms to find true community, not just in the form of free babysitting once a week so I can have coffee and read scripture, but true community that builds up, that provides a safe place to express my doubts, my fears, my concerns, my frustrations, my worries, my desire to just sleep in past 7 a.m. for one day or pee in peace for a half a second. A space and a community where as Catholic millennial mothers, we can work through what way we're going to do it and support and build up the woman sitting next to us who might be doing it a completely different way. And that's okay. I mean, is it not a mother? Should the church not be the leader in this because it's a mother that Jesus spends most of his life with? A woman who literally made space in her body to say yes to bringing in the Savior of the world. A woman who taught baby Jesus how to titi on the potty, so we should probably pay attention to her wisdom. A woman who walks up to him 
and says, son, they have no more wine. And he responds to her and thus prompts his public ministry. She, a mom, sets it in motion. I think the church can serve mothers and make space for mothers to uniquely serve and even in some sense lead the church by making this space. In the spring of 2018, I had just gotten finished changing a gigantic diaper and I got a phone call from my bishop and then from the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops telling me that I had been chosen to go to the Vatican for 10 days to serve at the pre-synod gathering of youth and young adults. I was shocked. I also had a crying baby I needed to deal with, so I quickly just asked why. And they said, well, you've been a teacher and a writer and you've traveled and you've spoken and you're a mom and we think you have something valuable to contribute. I was honored, I was thrilled, I got to Rome, it was so exciting. And out of 300 young adults, I very quickly realized I was the only mom in the room. And I was, again, very grateful to be there, don't get me wrong, but a little sad that I was the only mom. I mean, is it because people didn't think that moms were capable of doing that? Maybe young adult women aren't having babies, so, you know, maybe there weren't enough moms to tap into. Are we maybe too distracted by the stuff that we have going on at home? Do they think we have nothing valuable to contribute anymore? Because, you know, I had a kid, so that's where my head is all the time. I mean, maybe that's why millennial moms are so online. Because we found some community there. Even in the pernicious captivity of comparison and this parental voyeurism, I found people who build me up or support me or send me a nice little emoji in my DMs that say, hey, you're doing great. So maybe if the church welcomed us beyond simply saying, have babies, stay home, we'll deal with you later, don't forget your NFP, we could maybe give praise to and honor and make space for the voices of mothers even leaning on their wisdom and their giftedness that existed long before we became moms and has only grown and been enhanced as we've grown into our motherhood. Maybe if the church welcomed moms in this unique way, we would see a change of heart both in the moms and within the life of the church. I got back from that Vatican meeting really, really excited to see my baby. And there was a card in the mail from my old grizzled pastor, Monsignor Gaddy. I'd been his youth minister. I'd known him since I was a kid. Man hunts and fishes like it's his job and, you know, confects the Eucharist. He's a good priest. And there was a card in the mail from him that said, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud you went and served our American church. And I'm proud that you did it as a mom. I saved the card. And I shouldn't be surprised. I mean, this was the guy that showed up to the hospital the day after my daughter was born with roses and Chick-fil-A and a big smile on his face, excited to meet the baby and to give me a big hug. I'm not saying that that's what we desperately need from every single priest, but I'm, I'm definitely saying that it was a good way to support my motherhood. Catholic moms want to be heard. We long for it. And we're hoping to find a church that listens. We want to be seen. And we want a church that affirms and supports us, perhaps even seeing how I, as a mom, can be an asset to ministry. A church that amplifies and applauds my role in the home, but also invites me into spaces where these conversations are being had. But everything from parish finances, to how to improve parish life, to how to bring people back to the church, especially since they've all left in the middle of a pandemic. You know, I'm looking for one homily, just one that encourages me how to be a good parent beyond just be patient like Mary or strong like Joseph, but like actually digs into the realities of, of the struggles that we face. I'm looking for a church that supports me as I use my gifts and talents and the ways that my husband and I have discerned 
whether that's working or staying home, sending my kids to Catholic or public school, educating them inside my home or a creative combination of all of it. I long for a church that sees my contributions are not just grow, birth, and raise a kid, but do that in really profound and beautiful ways, but then also serve this church, offer my wisdom, and maybe even mother beyond just my own kids. I long for a church that sees moms as an asset. I long for a church that makes space for those moms. The same way that a lot of times we go and try to make space for ourselves online and sometimes fall into those traps of I'm not good enough when I look around in that online space. You know, Rose snapped that picture that day with that fake little phone because she has seen me use Instagram. She's heard me say those words because that's where I've gone to find space to be seen and to be known and to be loved. And I just kind of wish sometimes that I didn't have to go there, but I could find it in Holy Mother Church and a church that is my home. I mean, I went to the Vatican for 10 days to talk about and to try to build up a church for her to where she could maybe find that space herself one day, whatever her vocation may be. You know, the church is my mother. I would love for nothing more than my mother to make space for me to be a good and holy mother. Thank you. Thank you.